his supply of misinformation, Mr. Know-It-All. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. And now another useless fact. Once a week, we give you a chance to know that useless facts are important. Because Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener often has a catalog of useless facts and information that you probably never thought you'd be able to use until now. Because every Wednesday at 11 o'clock, we give you a chance to play along with Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. Your chance to prove that you deserve those bragging rights because of your intelligence. Oh, and of course, if you are the winner, you get the exclusive Saskatchewan Smartest Radio Listener t-shirt thanks to Little Town Apparel. And by the way, it's only available to people that win Saskatchewan Smartest Radio Listener. So the phone lines are officially open, although, of course, we don't even know the question yet. one 332 8255 Where we start, though, is with last week's winner. Let's go to Lorne Mashishnik, who is on the line from Drake, Saskatchewan, the home of some of the best sausage you will ever eat. Lorne, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a food, food connoisseur like you, uh, they're happy to hear that. That's right. That is right. Well, we were just talking with Jen Sharp, who does the, uh, the TV show Flat Out Food, which is a Saskatchewan-made show about all these local homegrown ingredients. And I'll tell you, Drake sausage for me is is a must. Always in the freezer, there's some Drake sausage for sure. Lauren, thanks so much for being here today. How was your week? Oh, it was great. The accolades were just flowing in. <laughs> I even had to tell my sister Val at Marysburg to quit handing out my phone number. <laughs> Enough's enough. You can only handle so many people that are fawning over you, right, Lauren? Yes, yes. Well, I appreciate the fact you have been a great uh, reigning champ. And in fact, I understand that you've been in touch with producer Brittany, who puts together not only this show on a daily basis, but we usually put our heads together and come up with the question. And Lauren took it an extra measure this week because he had some suggestions of some really good input into what a question might be for Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. And I think, Lauren, you're going to hit us with one of them right now. So you're ready? I'm ready. What is today's okay. question? We see this during our travels on the road, all because of a celebrity. We see this during our travels on the road, all because of a celebrity. Lorne, you've been a great winner. Congratulations, and thanks for listening. Thank you. one 332 8255 Okay, today's question. We see this during our travels on the road, all because of a celebrity. The very first caller today is Jonathan in Saskatoon. What do you think, Jonathan? Oh boy, I should have hung up. Um, good question. Uh, so we see it on the road because of a celebrity. Uh, I'm going to, it's just a wag, but let's go with uh, road signs. Road signs, I think that's the one that I most people likely would expect would be the answer. It's not right. But it's a good way to start us off, Jonathan. Thanks for being quick on the phone. one 332 8255 Let's go to Regan in Candle Lake. Regan, what do you think? We see this during our travels on the road all because of a celebrity. Is it uh, speed limit signs? Speed limit signs? No, that's not correct. 
one 332 8255 Terry in Rolo, thanks for calling in. The question today, we see this during our travels on the road, all because of a celebrity. Uh, would that be a Mansfield bar? On the Whoa! <laughs> Three callers in, Terry, and you did it. Come on, how did you know that? Oh, I'm a retired truck driver. I I I had that in my head from years ago. Well, so it, me. indulge me, Terry, if you will, for a second to kind of explain this to people that probably are scratching their head about a Mansfield bar. Jane Mansfield, American actress, singer, entertainer. She was a Playboy playmate. She was basically a sex symbol of the 1950s and 60s. Uh, she was in all kinds of, of movies. Will success spoil Rock Hunter? She was in The Girl Who Can't Help It, The Wayward Bus, Too Hot to Handle. Many people know that movie, Promises, Promises. She was a big American actress. But tragically, while driving to a TV interview in New Orleans in 1967, she was killed in a car accident. In the car with her, her attorney, Sam Brody, Ron Harrison, who was the driver of the car, and her three children, aged eight, six, and three, were in the back seat of the 1966 Buick Electra they were in. They were traveling somewhere around 70 miles an hour, and a semi-trailer in front of them had slowed down because of something on the road approaching, and as a result, they didn't realize that the semi was slowing down. They drove right into the back end, and as a result, they basically clipped the top end of that Buick off, uh, she was killed instantly, as were the two men in the front seat. The children who were sleeping in the back seat survived the accident with only minor injuries. It was absolutely remarkable. But after the death of Jane Mansfield in that tragic car accident in 1967, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration recommended an underride guard on the back of tractor trailers of semi-trucks. So basically, it's like a strong bar made of steel tubing. It's on the back, and it's there to basically ensure that if a car crashes into the back of a semi, they won't go right underneath it. That strong iron bar will stop them from doing it. And Terry, you knew that, no problem. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I've been trying for a long time to get uh, on the... I always have difficulty even getting my phone call answered. This is only the <laughs> second time I've had my phone call answered, so I was glad I knew the answer. Today. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's serendipitous that we got you. What's your last name, Terry? I'm McGinnis. McGinnis, okay. Well, thank you so much for being uh, a regular listener of the show. We appreciate that. And even though you were trying to call in repeatedly, you weren't successful in doing so. Today you were, and it paid off because that truck driving history of yours. You know, I always saw those on the back of semis, and I actually just thought they were like something to climb on to get into the back of the truck, like almost like a ladder. That's what I assumed that it was. I, I had no idea the reason that it was there, but clearly you did, Terry. Yeah, it's probably not that common knowledge. Yeah, and the, I mean, it's it's been given the name Mansfield Bar because of the fact of, of that accident that Jane Mansfield was in. But even in, in today's modern age, people might not even understand that whole story as, as to how that originated. Yeah. So are you retired now, Terry? Uh, yes, yes, I am. No longer a truck driver, so what keeps you busy in Rolo? Oh, working on my house. I've been... The house I'm living in, it's, it's a never-ending project. I've been working on it for the last 25 years. <laughs> Always something to keep you going there. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I hope today that when you uh, are bumping into people getting the mail downtown or are down for coffee this afternoon, whatever, I mean, you better be getting some pats on the back because, I mean, that this is a pretty distinct piece of knowledge that you probably had no idea you were going to be able to yank out and use at any given time. But today it paid off well. We have got a beautiful, exclusive Saskatchewan Smartest Radio Listener t-shirt for you from our friends at Littletown Apparel. And you are going to be the reigning champ for the next week. Terry, once again, congratulations. Oh, thank you. We'll just get you to hang on for a second, Terry. We've got some more information we're going to grab from you here. And uh, you will be the reigning champ. So this is uh, exciting stuff for Terry McGinnis in Rolo. Good to have a winner from Rolo. Thanks to everyone else that was trying to get through on the lines. No doubt a few other truckers maybe knew the answer to that. When I was posed with that question for the first time, which, by the way, Lorne Mashishnik came up with. Last week's winner, Lorne, he called into Brittany and he says, hey, you, you need a question for next week? <laughs> which I think is great because typically we're brainstorming, trying to come up with a question. And the trick is, of course, to come up with a question that people can't just quickly Google in their phone and get the answer to. And so we try and foolproof it in a way that you you literally have to possess the knowledge or maybe you get a couple of hints. And uh, as a result of the hints, you can get the answer. But today, three callers in, which is the second time we've had a person get it in three callers. Our winner today, Terry McGinnis, knew the answer. The question once again was, we see this during our travels on the road, all because of a celebrity. And the answer is, a Mansfield bar, which is that basically that strong bar made of steel tubing that's on the bottom of all tractor trailers, on the back end of tractor trailers. Everyone in the trucking industry has them, and it's a way to prevent an accident if a car were to hit the back end and go right underneath the semi, almost to the tires, shear off the top of the car. That strong steel tubing would actually prevent that from happening. I mean, you're still going to have a serious accident if you crash into the back of it, but it's as a result of Jane Mansfield, the famous actress who died in a car accident in 1967, that those were adopted universally, pretty much in all of North America, on the back of semi-trailers. Congrats again to Terry McGinnis, today's Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener, Terry McGinnis, is the winner today. Proud resident of Rolo, Saskatchewan, and knew the answer to today's question, which I thought was going to be a tough one, but apparently not if you're a trucker. The question is, we see this during our travels on the road all because of a celebrity. Third caller of the day today. Terry McGinnis from Rolo, he says, would that be a Mansfield bar? <laughs> I'll take phrases I've never heard before today for 200, Alex. I had never even heard of this expression. So this is the bar. It's a strong bar made of steel. It's on the bottom of semi-trailers at the very back. And it's there because Jane Mansfield, famous actress from the 50s and the 60s, was tragically killed in 1967 in an accident when her vehicle collided with the back of a slowing semi-trailer on the highway. It sheared the top off her car. Three adults instantly killed her children, remarkably, who were sleeping in the backseat. Three kids under the age of eight all survived the accident, but it was a bad one. And as a result of that, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration recommended an underride guard on the back of semi-trailers it is now affectionately known as 
a Mansfield bar. So congratulations. <laughs> Terry McGinnis is the winner of that. Well, lots still going on in the province, of course, with teachers. The strike continues. Saskatchewan Teachers Federation is trying desperately to get the attention of government to get them back to the table with a new mandate and ultimately get a negotiated settlement for the teachers in the province. And in doing so, they're trying to leverage that by rotating strike action, by taking away voluntary lunch hour supervision that the teachers do, by taking away extracurricular. And they've been rolling this out every day this week in different centres and by doing different things. Cameron and Regina, uh, one of the first texters we got just after 9 o'clock this morning when we did open lines, he texted in and said, if the STF is seeking the parents' support, they might want to rethink their job action tactics. Confusing and frustrating people with completely random and hard-to-understand disruptions hardly gives us parents the belief that they're willing to bargain in good faith. And we talked a bit about this yesterday. That's That's part of my sense in talking with people is these sanctions that the teachers are doing and they're doing them, you know, to us appears very random throughout the province. They pick different centers. Today, places like Regina Public Schools, uh, Christ the Teacher Catholic School Division, Ilala Cross, Prairie West, Sun West School Divisions, those are the ones where they've withdrawn noon hour supervision and extracurricular services uh, in those school divisions. Tomorrow, it's a few different ones. Friday, it'll be different ones again. And and I don't know. I don't know if this tactic is successful in gaining and maintaining, both of those are important, the support of people in the province. Now, we, we threw this out yesterday, and we, we got a lot of calls. There are a lot of people supportive of teachers, and I'm one of them. I'm one of them that supports the teachers. But I, you know, I can't help but think when when they did, remember when school was off there last week and they were holding news conferences and they would highlight different things. And on the one day, I think it was the Tuesday, they highlighted violence in the classroom. And that raised a lot of eyebrows. It opened a lot of eyes. It angered a lot of people. It it really got people talking. And, you know, I can't help but think in in terms of getting public attention and garnering support. Is there not a way to provide through strategy and strategic communication to lift the lid off and show us what's happening in classrooms? Most of us aren't in a classroom every day. Most of us don't work as teachers and Monday to Friday working with children. And most of us don't understand. We, We can hear about classroom complexity uh, we, we might even hear the odd example that it kind of explains it. Is there a way, much like they did with violence in the classroom, and I'm not talking about taking the most ex- extreme examples. How about you just give us a day-to-day example of what it's like to be a teacher? Because I know it's exhausting. I know it's intensive work. And I know there's complicated things that happen that make it very tough for teachers when it comes to dealing with things like class size and classroom complexity. So we're not looking for the most extreme examples. Just give us an understanding of day-to-day work. There's got to be a way to do that. In this day and age with technology and infographics and videos and whatever, is is that a strategy? Instead of going into what ends up being very expensive strike action, 
What about if you just do a campaign that helps people understand? Because I can't help but think if people truly understood what is going on in the schools, if the picture could be painted so vividly for people that they could see it and they could understand it, there would actually be a lot more sympathy, appreciation, and support for teachers. But right now, we're just going on, you know, kind of secondhand stories and a few different things, and we're not actually able to truly digest and understand it. So I don't know. Maybe next time Samantha's on the show, Samantha Beacott, president of the STF, I'll uh, suggest that. And maybe, maybe they think that they are doing that. But I feel as though there's a better way to help us understand what these problems are in the classroom. You know, another thing that is unfolding as we speak is the discussion at City Hall in Saskatoon. City Council is talking about shelters. Of course, Sutherland right now is the proposed site. And of course, people up in arms in that community because they see what's happening in Fairhaven. The Wellness Centre in Fairhaven has had a ton of challenges. Not really inside. I think the Saskatchewan, or sorry, the Saskatoon Tribal Council has done a good job of the work that they do inside the shelter. But According to people that live in the community and the people that have called and texted in constantly to this show, it's the, it's the spill-off challenges that are happening in the community. Everything from destruction of property to needles being left on the ground to uh, unwanted guests, a whole bunch of problems. To the point that a pastor at a nearby church in Fairhaven has actually asked that the shelter be defunded and shut down, which of course got the ire of many people, including... Mark Arcand, who's the uh, Saskatoon Tribal Council chief, he's on the show joining me. He's at council today. The pastor is at council today. I'm getting regular text messages and updates from people that are there talking about, you know, what needs to be done. There's a lot of public there. There's a lot of public interest in this. And I can't help but think it'll be interesting to see if any decisions are made in terms of, some restrictions on the distance that an existing wellness center or emergency shelter must be away from schools, from sports complex, um, you name it, from from any of those types of facilities or education facilities, uh, not just in Saskatoon, but this is, trust me, this will have implications for Regina and for other cities in the province as well. So we'll continue to follow that story. Our newsroom is on it, and I'm sure tomorrow once the dust has settled and a decision has been made, it will be a topic of conversation on this show as well. Well, we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk invasive species. Why you're always being asked to make sure you wash that boat if you boat out of province before you come back to Saskatchewan. There's some important reasons why. And we'll touch on those next right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.